is messy and often leaves us feeling unprepared. We are going to have real conversations about what goes on in a mama's mind and heart and share encouragement to help you discover the joy in the middle of chaos. It's time for you to become the confident woman of God you were made to be in motherhood and beyond. So here we go. Let's get down and dirty. Welcome. Well, today I want to talk about uh, some things that are a little bit different. We've been talking about the mess of our minds, and we will continue to talk more about that. But another part of this podcast is sharing the craziness of the life around us. We've talked about what's going on within us a little bit, and we'll keep doing that. But now I want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's going on around us as well. It's the the things that kids do, the funny things kids do. We have learning moments along the way, um, even when something blows up in our face, or it's just a messy mama moment. So I was describing what my week was looking like to a friend, and they were like, have you written this crazy stuff down? She said, this crap is too crazy and insane for you to make up. So that's what the messy mind the messy mama moments are about sharing life's crazy because it's literally too ridiculous to make up and we want to learn from them and we want to grow from those moments but also be able to look back and laugh at them and be like my gosh how did I get through that how did I survive that moment so at the time of recording this podcast it is the holiday season And we're right in the middle of the Christmas and the Thanksgiving um, craziness. So holidays are what I want to talk to us about today a little bit. Holidays are always a little chaotic for one reason or another, whether it's that crazy person in your family or something always goes wrong or there's family drama or someone's sick. There's just something that tends to work its way in there and make the holidays a little bit extra crazy. But for some reason, the past few years, Thanksgiving in particular has been something else. Well, I guess I can't really narrow it down to just Thanksgiving because both Thanksgiving and Christmas have been a little crazy. Let me give you a little um, insight to what I'm talking about for my life, my crazy. So we were in Thailand for a couple of years. Um, And so that was a different kind of holiday altogether. And since being back, we've had some craziness. For two years in a row, we have had some version of my family, whether it be one kid or all of us, um, who have had stomach bugs, like on Thanksgiving. And then last Christmas, we were gone all day to family, uh, grandparents, to do Christmases there because they live locally to where we live now. And then the next day we were supposed to get up and travel to see extended family about 10 hours away. And uh, when we came home with all the goodies packed in the car and all the kids tired and us having to get up the next day, we came home to a flooding house. One of our pipes had burst because the weather was so cold and it had been freezing and our frozen pipe burst. So 
stomach bugs, family drama, you know, pipes bursting, house problems, gift problems, food problems, whatever it is. There is something I'm sure that you are thinking of in your mind right now that is related to the holiday season and has gone on in your life or seems to go on every single year. So um, (laughs) having stomach bugs or pipes bursting on top of the normal family gathering of loudness and crazy and mixing different personalities together just really brings out the... um, magnitude and loudness and the craziness of each holiday I think it doesn't matter if your family is awesome or if your family is completely awful there will always be some level of this if you get together with anyone even just in your own house amongst your own family and kids and um, marriage and stuff like things can always go wrong okay it's not even just at the big Thanksgiving gatherings I have personally said this year that I'm about ready to give up on Thanksgiving altogether. It just seems too rushed and forced and has become more about like the food and the perfection than a true Thanksgiving, I think. I kind of think that it was Thailand that ruined me from this because we weren't able to actually do any of the holiday traditions really in Thailand. Um, You know, Thanksgiving is an American holiday, so it's not celebrated. And that day literally just looks like a random, normal, like every other day over there. So the spirit of the holiday has already just completely been wiped out by that. And by you being the only one there alienated and the only one there that, you know, celebrates this holiday. And then we weren't able to get together with family or do things um, because we were also in the middle of pandemic stuff and travel's expensive. And so it just was not going to be a thing. We did not have the availability to get the traditional foods. Buying a turkey in Thailand, in case you don't know, cost roughly a hundred US dollars. So it just is not worth it to uh, fork that out when you're on a missions budget. So we did not have any of the foods, any of the traditions, any of the typical things that we summed up as making our holiday. I mean, it was a real bummer if you let it. So Nothing about that day was normal, so we actually ended up creating our own unique, quirky little traditions and fun for those years, and I really felt the simplicity of it all. It was really fun, it was simple, and it was actually a thankful season because we did have some stuff that we could not participate in. I I really think that there's something to that. When you have things that you are unable to do like you've always done, unable to participate in, I really think you're the blessed one because you have the mentality and know the things that you're missing and suddenly those things actually seem like a blessing. And so when we were there, it was an actual Thanksgiving because we were more thankful for the things that we had back home, the traditions we normally participated in that we weren't at the moment. And so we did some fun things. I, I did have 
um, a family member send a little care package for us. So we had a few like little turkey pieces or whatever, but we, I mean, I made pumpkins out of toilet paper rolls and fabric and just wrapped them up. Um, we did our hands for our turkeys and used those as some decorations. Um, we decided to go around and actually say the things that we're thankful for. You know, that cheesy thing that they do on the movies that we don't ever really get to do in real life because it's so crazy. But, you know, we had the kids each go around and say something and we made a thankful tree, just took some paper and, you know, made our hands the leaves and put people and things and places and whatever it was that we were thankful for. And we made it a really fun time. It was kind of turned into looking like an Easter and Thanksgiving tradition because we added one or two foods that we could get from each holiday, I felt like, and just kind of like smorgasbordered on the table. You know you're having an Asian holiday when you have noodles for Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so the first year that we were back in the States with all the holidays, I was adamant that we were not going to miss anything this year. I was like, we're going to do all the things and it's going to be big and it's got to be perfect. Because when we moved to Thailand, our kids were two and one and I was pregnant with the other. And when we came back, they were only two years older than that. And my baby had never experienced any holiday in the States. And I was pregnant with our fourth. So my, you know, pregnant emotional self was like, we got to do it big. We got to do it right. These babies have to experience a American, you know, holiday and all the traditions because they don't even remember, you know, when they were little and they got to do them in the first place. So it was a huge deal. And it ended up becoming a really huge burden for me, actually, because I wanted everything to go perfectly. And, you know, when we're decorating the tree and the kids aren't paying attention and running away and my husband's like, I got something I got to do, like, hang on. Or, you know, that he gets on his phone for two seconds or doesn't decorate it perfectly the way that I wanted it. I was already just so much under pressure that I would be the one that ruined it. I would snap. I would be like, no, it's got to be perfect. Do it this way. Or guys, pay attention and end up yelling at people or something. I mean, it can really bum you out when you have that pressure. I mean, my gosh, we did all the things that first year and it was crazy and it was a lot and I was stressed and we got through it. And then this year, we barely even decorated our Christmas tree. Like we put it up and we left it with just the lights on for a couple of weeks because we we put it up early around, right before Thanksgiving actually the earliest we've ever put it up but we just left it there for a little bit I was like I don't want to put all the ornaments on it we, you know we want to make sure the family's all together when we do it and our schedules are crazy but nevertheless the kids kept bugging us you know we got to decorate the tree when are we going to do it so we we did it and it was just fun now was my tree perfect no, definitely not. Um, and I am an organizational uh, freak as far as the way things needing to look perfect and uniformed. And it did not. But somehow this year, it didn't really seem to bother me. And we had a lot of fun without the pressure. And I think what's started to happen this year is that 
I am yearning and I'm longing for something different. And it's the holy moments and the peace and the quiet and the gratitude that is supposed to go with the holidays. I have been honestly through a little bit of a dry spell on and off with my walk with the Lord. And I was praying and really, you know, I'm faithful in my devotionals and doing them every day, but I don't always feel that connection with the Lord. And right before the holidays, I was like, Lord, you have got to get us through this holiday. Um, because last year is already giving me anxiety and panic attacks, just thinking about how it might end up like that again this year. And I really don't want that to happen. And so I was praying about that. And my spirit just really began to long for something different, some some worship. And so I actually did the mind map that I actually talked about in one of the earlier episodes. And I was going through writing out some of the feelings that I was having, some of the thoughts that I was having. And really what I discovered was I was dealing with a lot of discontentment. Um, it, it showed up first as disappointment. And it was, I realized that I was disappointed with myself about how things were going and the things that I was able to keep up with or not, you know, with the stress of our lives and feeling like I was missing the mark on some things. I was disappointed with people around me, how they weren't coming through or they didn't have the same energy or attitude about something that I did. I felt um, in certain circumstances like I was all alone in certain areas or, um, you know, even having the disappointment about the future. Like that was a big one for me. I was having disappointment about things that hadn't even happened yet. I was thinking about the events coming up, the things I was leading, the family things that were going to happen and just being like, you know what, why even bother get a, getting excited? Because it's probably just going to turn out chaotic. It's probably just going to end up giving me a headache and I'm just going to be disappointed. And I realized that this is a really big issue. And another word for disappointment was discontentment. So I actually started looking up the opposites of those words, the disappointment, the discontentment, and the opposite of discontentment is contentment and hopeful. And when we look at the Bible, the Bible says that in order to be content, you are to express gratitude. And so gratitude is really the way, the means, the path that we use to get to contentment. And I've read that several times and I've known that, but I think it just struck me differently because we are in a holiday season in which it's supposed to be a season of gratitude. We are supposed to be thankful for um, the, all the things that we have in our life at Thanksgiving and then we're supposed to go into Christmas and be thankful for our Savior who was born and for the things that we even have being able to happen because of him because we had a savior who came and loved us so much that he died on the cross for our sins and that he rose from the dead three days later like if we're not stopping to be grateful for that we are all mixed up in our priorities and so I realized I had a little bit of room to grow and change in that I was you know 
being more grumpy and discontent and disappointed at all of those things. And that was the root of where my um, negative reactions were coming from. I just felt like the Grinch. I felt grumpy a little bit. And it was because we had so much on the calendar that we couldn't change that I didn't want to put anything else on the calendar because I didn't want to continue on this streak. So I really haven't been able to change too much on my calendar because there there's always going to be parties or expectations and, you know, we're in ministry. And so there's things within the church that we're a part of where we lead and we, um, get to go to, but instead of filling all the extra moments with the things that were technically quote unquote supposed to do in the holiday seasons, like the parades and festivals and lighting, instead of filling those extra moments with those types of things, um, and trying to make everything perfect, we really should be filling those extra moments with actual rest. So it's been really cool to watch how this holiday season has been going when I let go of the pressure and I've actually rested, taken time to reflect, um, and just doing the things we actually want to do that are actually good for us to do at that time. Not thinking about the standard checklist of activities that we have to cram in and complete. I mean, in all honesty, I can keep celebrating Christmas well into January if I feel like it. I mean, no one says I can't. Heck, last year, I celebrated Christmas in July. I just needed a little bit of a pick-me-up, a little bit of some joy and excitement. And so I was like, hey, tomorrow we're having Christmas in July. We're going to wear our sweaters, make our house super cold. We're going to watch a Christmas movie and have hot chocolate. And all those things, they, they really can bring in the Christmas spirit and really get you in the right mood, as long as they're not distracting from the real thing. So I have plenty of time. I can keep my Christmas tree up until February. I can you know, keep the lights on my house like a redneck or whatever it is. And I can, I can still enjoy those moments. I don't have to complete them all by Christmas. And I don't have to give up the spirit of joy and thanksgiving in order to get those things done. So I am in no way anti-holiday. You can ask anyone. I am one of the ones that loves, love, love, loves all the traditions and the good feels and I want to do all of the things, but I don't need all of those things to make the holiday amazing and what it should be. So go ahead, put up the tree, do all the holiday traditions that you want to do. But this year, I think a heart change, a heart shift really has to take place. So you don't feel the pressure or need to make all the things happen and you can just enjoy it as it comes. You're allowed to say no to the things that you don't really want to do but feel obligated to. You can enjoy the moments with your family as you think about the true meaning for the season. And I want to just bring a bring us to a moment of reflecting on the story of um, the birth. It, it said that Mary, and this is in Luke 2.19, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. She had a lot of crazy going on. She was a younger teenage girl. She had the amazing and beautiful blessing, but also burden of being the mother of 
the world's savior on her plate. She was not married. She, it was a um, holy conception and she had to deal with that. And that was not just a fun, light, breezy, I'm the perfect, happy, pregnant woman kind of thing. That was hardship and that was difficulty that she went through. But in all of her craziness of her holiday season, I mean, can you even imagine that craziness of traveling, leaving family, being super pregnant, having nowhere to stay, and, and having a baby that night that was supposed to be the savior of the world? Oh my goodness, that is a lot of crazy. And I think that probably trumps the crazy that we have going on in our lives today. But she did not get overwhelmed and give up. She had the spirit of the Lord with her and she treasured these moments up in her heart. So that is my prayer and my hope for you guys as we come into this new year and with all the new holidays, everything from Valentine's Day to 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, whatever the holiday, I pray that we can look for the holy moments, the moments in which God has ordained the sweet moments in the middle of the chaos that can bring us joy. And I pray that we can stop and remember why the holiday was even celebrated in the first place, and then choose not to give in to the extra and un unnecessary pressures that the world has tried to throw in to distract us from that holiday. Your mess may be so crazy that you can't make it up. You just can't make this stuff up. But in the middle of all of that, whether you can change the crazy or not, because sometimes you can, sometimes you can rearrange schedules, sometimes you can um, put boundaries in place with relationships in your life, sometimes you can redirect things and make a change. You can start the new traditions. You can set a new precedence for the family. But with the things that you can't and with all the craziness that you have going on, the things you can't make up, I pray that you will find the joy in the middle of that chaos whenever a holiday comes up this year. So let's take back these holidays. Let's reclaim the season for what it's supposed to be. Let's Bring it back to the proper focus and gratitude and thanksgiving. And let's just enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to the Messy Mind Mama podcast. For more, visit us on Instagram at Messy Mind Mama and go to our website, BrittanySurban.com to learn more about your host and grab your copy of Dirty Diapers, Messy Minds, also available on Amazon. It's time for us to find joy in the chaos and for you to become the mighty woman of God that you were meant to be in motherhood and beyond. Oh, 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 oh,